This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Elon Musk is definitely one of a kind. Whether it's because of his ambitious business goals or controversial tweets, he's someone we find pops up in the news more often than most. So in this shortcut, we take you through his fascinating life, what he gets up to in the business world and the quirky things about him that make him hard not to talk about. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Let's kick off, Claire, with the key biographical details. That sounds very official. Elon Musk was born in Pretoria in South Africa in 1971. He's the eldest of three children. His mother's a bit interesting. She was a Canadian model and dietitian. She's been known for appearing nude on the cover of Time magazine for a health issue and also for being the oldest woman to feature in a CoverGirl campaign. There you go. This isn't about Elon Musk's mum, though, so let's get into Elon <laughs> Elon Musk himself. His father was a South African electromechanical engineer. They split up when Musk was just 10 years old. I don't know, maybe we should be doing a shortcut on Musk's mum. Back to Elon. He was badly bullied at school and he was even hospitalised after a group of boys pushed him down a flight of stairs. But he spent a lot of time on the computer and he built up his programming skills really early. And when he was 12 years old, he sold his first video game for about $500. And as he got older, he became set on moving to the US because he saw that as a land of opportunity for someone like him. Yeah, like many people before him. After graduating from high school, he moved to Canada with his mum, sister and brother in 1989. He spent two years studying at Queen's University. He ended up taking that leap over to the US in 1992. He finished two degrees in physics and economics at the University of Pennsylvania. He'd planned on doing a PhD in applied physics and materials science at Stanford University in California in about the mid-90s, but he quit just after two days because of a little thing called the internet. At the time, the internet was just starting out and many thought that it was going to be a fad, but Musk saw it and he wanted to try his luck with that boom that was happening. Yeah, he was just 24 years old at the time. We'll get into the twists and turns of his career shortly. But to round out his personal life, in 2000, Musk was just starting to become a bit of a name in the internet world. He married author Justine Wilson and together the couple moved to LA. They had a son named Nevada who died of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS as we know it as. Uh, He was just 10 weeks old. Two years later, they had twins followed by triplets. So five sons in total. The couple ended up getting a divorce in 2008 and then Musk started dating actress Tallulah Riley. They got engaged six weeks after they started dating and they married in 2010. Their relationship was a bit turbulent, a bit on on and off. They divorced, they got remarried, uh, they applied for divorces and then retracted it. But finally, in 2016, Riley finalised the divorce from Musk. They remain on good terms. And then came Claire Boucher, or she's better known 
by her stage name, Canadian singer and producer Grimes. They met over Twitter and in May last year they had a baby boy. He's got a very controversial name. It's XAsha12. Uh, it's a reference to a CIA plane <laughs> named the Archangel. It's a whole thing. They had to make a few adjustments to that name because it wasn't able to be registered due to government restrictions on the sorts of names that can be made. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about that. We might leave Musk's personal life right about there. Let's get into his career now, Claire. As many of us probably already know, Elon Musk has a few businesses under his belt. Where it all started was in 1995 when he launched his first company, Zip. Yeah, so just back to that mid-90s, he left his PhD uh, to take part in that internet boom. He started Zip2 with his brother called Kimball, which seems to be a really good name to me. Uh, A digital... (laughs) Lose one elbow. Kimball with (laughs) one L. What Zip2 was was a digital city's guide for newspaper giants like the New York Times and mustard at the time he was sleeping in his office because he couldn't afford an apartment. That soon changed. In 1999, they sold Zip2 to Compaq, an American information technology company, for 400 million cool US dollars. Musk made a mint out of the sale. He used it to fund his next idea, X.com. And it merged with PayPal, which is a familiar name to all of us. It's an online payment system. It allows you to pay for items using a secure internet account. I'm sure many people are familiar with it. Musk only lasted a year as the CEO of PayPal before he was kicked out by the other co-founders. There were some disagreements apparently around branding and micromanaging. They say Musk had too much skin in the game as a major investor. Yeah, he was out of the management of that company, but he kept his equity. So when PayPal was sold to eBay in 2002 for $1.5 billion, he walked away with a about 160 to 180 million. Yeah, round about there. Only $20 million <laughs> difference. He's doing okay at this point, but it gets bigger for Elon Musk. An electric vehicle and clean energy company called Tesla was his next project. Mike come as a surprise to many that Musk isn't the founder of Tesla. It kicked off in 2003. Uh, Musk became involved a year later. As chairman, he invested about $7 million in that company. It seems to be a real passion project for him. He said that he was inspired to build an entirely electric sports car after driving an electric car called the T0. Uh, And he thought that it was going to be a real thing and he really wanted to get involved. Yeah, it seems he was right. Tesla's pretty big deal now. It hasn't been an overnight success though. No, of course, it's a company that's been around for nearly 20 years now and there's been a lot of trial and error and bumps along the way. But Tesla did eventually build what it set out to do and that's the Roadster. Uh, It was the first all-electric battery-powered sports car. That happened in about 2011 and after that, the company has gone on to build a series of electric cars and also big batteries. Throughout that period, Tesla had its financial ups and downs, uh, but Musk did bring it back from the brink of bankruptcy and it's now a stock market giant that's valued at more than $600 billion. Musk also has other projects up his sleeve. The most well-known is SpaceX. It's a space services and tourism company. He founded that in 2002, the ambition being to build a colony on Mars within a few decades. And already SpaceX has made a name for itself by hitting some pretty big 
big milestones. It became the first private company to put a person into orbit. Uh, It also has won a series of big contracts with NASA to transport cargo and personnel to the International Space Station and also to get American astronauts to the moon. He's a very big thinker, isn't he? I'm getting that vibe. (laughs) He also founded Neuralink. Musk describes it as a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires that go into your brain. The aim is to increase the rate at which information can flow from the human brain to a machine. It's a really interesting one because Musk is a massive sceptic of artificial intelligence. Mm. He's quite scared about what might happen as computers take control of things. So getting that human interaction is important to him. Uh, He also has what's called the Boring Company. It's an infrastructure and tunnel building company. Uh, (laughs) And then there's something called the Hyperloop, which could see passengers travelling at more than a 1,000 kilometres an hour, either above or below the ground. There's a lot of work to do on that. One though. Claire, is it called the boring company because Elon Musk thinks that infrastructure is boring, or have I really misread that one? Uh, No, it's because it uses borers to make the tunnels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's how that works. It's kind of as advertised on the on the packet. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not a boring company at all. It's actually a boring company. It's very oh, exciting. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> exciting stuff, as is everything Elon Musk does. He also does some controversial things and quirky things at times as well. Let's get into that now. Elon Musk is a regular in the news. It's not always because of his business achievements. The chair of Tesla, Robin Denholm, says he's great to work with Claire, but critics say he's too unpredictable. They've called his approach to business unethical. One thing's for sure, he's not dull. He is not. And there have been surveys done about what Americans think of Musk. About 70% think that he's a genius or a madman. Uh, 45% admire his passion and 35% hate his arrogance. So it's correct to say that he's a polarising figure. Aside from his business ventures that we've been through, he's probably best known for being an active tweeter. He likes the Twitter. That's seen him get into hot water more than once, including with business regulators. Last year, he tweeted that Tesla's stock price was too high. As CEO of a listed company, that's a problem. Exactly right. When you're an office holder of a listed company, you're bound by the law to communicate to the market with clarity and with certain information to back up claims that you make about the business, uh, particularly when you have information that can move the share price price. Uh, So he was penalised for that. And just a few weeks ago, he caused a bit of havoc for Tesla when he said in court that he hated being CEO of Tesla, but it would crash without him. I mentioned Robin Denholm a moment ago also. She's got a huge job as chair of Tesla in managing Musk. She's an Aussie. Yeah, it's noteworthy for us because she is an Aussie. She's someone who's gone under the radar a bit. She was a executive with Telstra before becoming chair of Tesla. She'd worked in the car industry before and she has finance smarts and a real love of engineering. And she's been credited with being a stabilising force at Tesla, which is exactly what it needs given Musk's outbreaks from time to time. Go the Aussies. Hey, as for those outbreaks you mentioned, Musk's championing of Bitcoin could be described as one of those perhaps. Yeah, and earlier this year, he added hashtag Bitcoin to his Twitter bio, and that actually pushed the price of the cryptocurrency up by as much as 20%. Uh, And then in February, Tesla announced it had bought $1.5 billion in Bitcoin and said that it might soon accept payments in the currency for cars. Yeah, whatever he does certainly helps 
or hinders Bitcoin. It reached an all-time high of more than US $64,000 because him backing it gave it some legitimacy. But then it took a dive. By more than 50%. And that sell-off was accelerated when Musk suspended uh, plans to let Tesla customers pay for cars with Bitcoin. He said he had environmental concerns. And what it turns out is that Bitcoin mining uses more energy annually than Argentina. We've done a whole shortcut on that, Kate. Yeah. Uh, it's something that he wasn't all that happy about. Yeah, if you want to understand Bitcoin and what Bitcoin mining is, dive into that shortcut. We certainly had no idea until we did that. Musk has also taken to the stage on Saturday Night Live. He's talked about his Asperger's syndrome. In recent times, he's changed his job title to Techno King <laughs> of Tesla. Some say that's about his love of technology, while people who follow Musk closely say it could just as easily be about his love of techno music. <laughs> and last year also he sold all of his property. Now mm. he and his partner and the young son are living in a tiny home near the SpaceX base in Texas. It's like literally 35 metres squared. It's a really tiny house. It's a tiny, tiny tiny house. He's got a bit going on. He's got a busy period coming up. In September, SpaceX's first all-civilian orbital mission will be launched. It's part of hopes to build a space tourism business. And beyond that, there's a cargo mission to Mars planned for 2022. By 2024, he plans to send the first crewed mission to the Red Planet, Claire. Yeah, he's part of that billionaire race to space with Richard Branson and also Jeff Bezos. That's another shortcut we've done recently. But for now, now, that's your shortcut to Elon Musk. On to our recommendations. Each week, Claire, we share some further reading, listening or watching. Mine this week is a link to a clip of Elon Musk explaining how to pronounce his son's name, that XAsha12. We found it very helpful for this shortcut. <laughs> yeah, needs a. You look at it and think, I don't know how to say that. So no. it does help. Um, some time ago, I went down a really deep rabbit hole into Grimes, and I love her music. I think she's terrific. Uh, but just to really give you a sense about how part of the zeitgeist they are, I've got an article from early this year. She has sold some digital art of spear wielding babies for five point eight US million million dollars as a NFT at one of those non-fungible tokens. So yeah, they're really part of modern living, that's for sure. I think a shortcut on NFTs might be in our future. Don't worry about that for now. There's enough information understanding Elon Musk. <laughs> Just forget about that for now. We'll be back with that in a few weeks time, I'm sure. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. We'll be back next week. <laughs> 